Welcome to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies. I'm your host, Mitchell Logan, and today we'll be talking about the very famous blue morpho butterfly. Blue morpho butterflies are one of the most recognizable butterflies on Earth, next to the monarch butterfly, of course. And it belongs to the same family, too, which is Nymphalidae. The genus name is Morpho, and there are actually quite a few different species. Currently, there are around 29, and there are at least 147 subspecies. A subspecies just means that it is physically distinct from the main species and has a separate range. So subspecies can breed with other subspecies as long as they're both under the same species. Confusing, I know. Let's think about it in terms of donuts. You have a jelly-filled and you have a regular. These are different species of donuts. The jelly donut also has glazed and powder forms, which are subspecies. These two donuts can breed because they're both jelly-filled, but they cannot breed with a non-jelly donut. I don't know why I chose donuts for this comparison, but whatever. Now you have your crash course on what a subspecies is. The lineage for morpho butterflies is actually so complicated that it's been revised multiple times, and it varies depending on who you speak to. So we won't get too caught up with this. Morphos are found in South America, Central America, and Mexico. They might have expanded a little bit into Texas with global warming, but traditionally speaking, you will not see one in the United States, or even outside the Americas, unless you're in a special butterfly exhibition or garden that's indoors. For example, there's actually a butterfly farm slash garden in eastern Massachusetts that houses blue morphos. I don't remember the name, but I did visit many years ago and had a great time. Okay, let's get into the etymology of morphos. They got their name because of the shimmering blue and purple we see as the sun reflects off their wings. In Greek, morpho refers to form and shape, and is most commonly associated with the Greek goddess of beauty and love known as Aphrodite. Morpho butterflies are very distinct in that the male butterflies are all very iridescent, with almost all of them reflecting blue and or green. The females are actually less flashy and in some species are actually orange. These butterflies only show these colors on the inside of their wings though. The other side is very, very different with shades of brown, red, gray, and black. This outer wing coloring is used for camouflage and actually does a really good job of blending into the background, especially the colors of a tropical forest. The outer wings also have really unique eye spots or ocelli in entomology terms. These eye spots are typically used to confuse or intimidate predators. The confusion part comes from predators believing that the wings are more than just a wing, so they'll strike one without actually killing the insect. Butterflies can't actually feel in their wings, so when a chunk of wing gets bitten off, it doesn't cause harm to the butterfly. That is, of course, unless the damage was so heavy that it actually reduces the ability for flight. The caterpillars for morphos are starkly ugly compared to the butterflies, but in their defense, they look like they would taste awful and cause a lot of health concerns. I'll put pictures on the Instagram, but for listeners right now, they are brown, black, and red with large blotches of yellow or yellowish lime green. 
The caterpillars also have tufts of red and or white hairs in the shape of thorns coming out of the sides. And they also have a furry mane. They really are something spectacular. As you probably guessed, the hairs on these caterpillars are in fact poisonous and can cause irritation to humans, let alone smaller animals. The caterpillars also build up toxins from the pea plants they feed on. You might be thinking, wait a minute, peas are poisonous? And the answer is generally no, but some types of peas, like sweet peas, are for example. The caterpillar is also able to spit out these toxins when threatened, but what's even crazier is that some adult morpho butterflies can do something similar. They do this by emitting a strong odor through their legs. The adult butterflies typically rely on other methods of defense though, like the color of their wings, which can not only blind predators, but confuse them by creating the illusion that these butterflies are disappearing or warping mid-flight. This is accomplished by the stark contrast between their very showy inner wings and their drab, well-camouflaged outer wings. The outer wings also protect it while it sleeps at night because the butterfly rests on trees or in dark crevices with its wings folded up. I've seen these in the wild myself actually while staying in Belize, and the flight pattern is pretty erratic, making them surprisingly difficult to keep track of, especially if you're in a dense forest. Now, in the title of this episode, I make it sound like morphos are in fact not blue at all. And this is true. The colors we see on the wings of these insects are created from the diamond-like scales covering their wings. These actually refract light. So the scales have ridges, which overlap each other and produce the illusion of blue, purple, or green. This type of light refraction is called constructive interference, and it's really, really cool. Turns out the color blue is actually extremely rare in nature and most things use constructive interference to look blue by canceling out all other wavelengths of light. In fact, there is only one butterfly in the world that naturally produces a blue pigment, and it's the Abrina olive wing butterfly, but we're getting off topic. This is why the colors of morphos seem to shift depending on which angle you're looking from. There is also a white morpho known as Morpho polyphemus, which can be found in Mexico and Central America. This one is incredibly beautiful because even the outer wings are white, but the eye spots are still black and yellow. I've never seen one in real life, but I would love to. I would also love to see a sunset morpho. Sunset morphos are also unique in that the males actually have an iridescent orange color as opposed to the traditional blue, purple, or green. Normally, I try to add some lore on the insects we talk about if possible. Sometimes there simply isn't any because the insects themselves just aren't that prevalent in society. But sometimes there are simply too many meanings that they all start to feel like reaches just to fill a page in someone's blog. This happens to be the case for blue morpho butterflies. Blue morphos have been given two heavy-hitting characteristics in a spiritual world. They are the color blue, and they are a butterfly. Butterflies, of course, symbolize change for many people and for obvious reasons like metamorphosis. And the color blue is often attributed to peace and or healing. So when you combine peace and healing with transformation, you tend to get a lot of meanings for blue butterflies like positive change or birth. 
in Costa Rica, the blue morpho is believed to be a wish granter. So if you see one, you should make a wish. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Insects for Dummies. If you enjoyed today's episode and or are enjoying the show, please make sure to leave a review and rate the podcast. It actually helps a lot. You can also check out the IG page at insects number four dummies or send a listener email to insectsfordummies at gmail.com. I take listener submissions, so if there's something you want to know more about, definitely let me know. In the meantime, I'll see you next week.